I mean, she's met me, so she, she knows what she's getting into. Hello, yeah. and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. I'm Cedius, and Dave is trying to cut me off from talking in the intro like he always does. The Yay! Well, at least he's consistent. <laughs> That's right. But we, we have, have a, a guest. guest. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, hi. Uh, I'm Anna, Anna Eveslog. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, what do you want to know? <laughs> Well, well we, we will. We shall interrogate you over the course while, of the show. Of course, and sketch. In the immediacy, your name was the important bit. Everything else is now up to you. So you know, you know, Cedius. I know Cedius from. I'm old sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and yet you came on. The okay, show. Y- you know, as the person who gets the guests just about every month. Uh huh. Fuck you all. <laughs> just about every month. Yes. You were saying this is true. <laughs> I know CDs from old Rocky Horror days. Oh Rocky my goodness! <clears throat> Y'all, that you know the number of people who and I said my wife did did or went to a lot of Rocky Horror back in Detroit, and she still knows a couple people from that decades later, and it it does seem to be something that once once you Rocky Horror with a group, I don't know. There's some some weird bonding ritual. <laughs> the weirdness of it probably being yeah. the bonding. Well, when you play on stage together in your underwear, it's, you know. <laughs> you either, if you haven't run already, you 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 keep in touch. Yeah. yeah. So what's, uh, what's the, what did, what did you just pour there? Uh, the Glen Goyne. Well. Indeed. It is a darker scotch. I'd put it at a gold, dark, kind of an... It's moving into amber. Yeah. Oh, and it's got a nice viscosity. That's the caramel color. <laughs> adds, adds body. And color. <clears throat> yeah, just looking at, at the bottle, I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to say butterscotch as a tasting note. Well, I'm willing to give it a, a note, nose note. <laughs> yeah. So they, they did explain sort of the, the steps we go through with these. or we smell it, and then we drink it. And there's water. And then we water, and then we smell it, and then we drink it. Noted. It's not a whole lot to it. Yeah. And we talk about it. And you can feel free to say, I smell this, or I taste this, and it doesn't matter if we do or not. Just... Feel free to say what's on what you what you get. It smells very sweet. Yeah, um, I'm definitely a candy touch of apricot, maybe. Hiding under the butterscotch. I don't, I don't eat produce. <laughs> 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 I don't know where it's been. <laughs> yeah, it's just one more thing to go rotten in my fridge. <laughs> oh well. It's good that you have a variety. That's right. Because you don't want to limit Dif- yourself to rotten. Well, well, different mold colors. Well, 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 that in the sense the state of Denmark takes up most of the fridge space. Yeah. Um, it's the it's, it's the pleasant, Denmark. but it's kind of a one-note. I mean, Hamlet reference. Yeah. 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 It's going right over Dave's head. I got it. That's I, what, don't, that's I don't what, Shakespeare. That's, that's what happens when you're bald on top. Yeah. Just, even if it's a little low, it just glances off. <laughs> sure. No, I mean it's a it's got a pleasant nose. Um, 
but it doesn't doesn't have a lot of variety or or difference. No, it's, yeah, a, it's a little fruit cake, a little bit of caramel. Oh, fruit cake, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the space side special. Hmm. Although it's a high end. <laughs> At least he wasn't drinking. That would have been Oh, thank you. I mistimed. Hey, I haven't shot scotch out of my nose in a long time. You've inhaled it more recently. I'm due. <laughs> um, it's I'm, smooth. Yeah. It's very smooth. I was going to ask if you are a scotch drinker uh, uh, or. I like scotch. I don't know all that much about it, but. Well, that's. It's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Uh huh. And I would not say that I'm snobby about it. I'm, I'm pretty, like, friendly to a variety of flavors. I asked only because we've had people on the show who are like, well, I like gin, but I've not really had any scotch. There's nothing wrong with that. I just was curious if you came at this from a, I've had other scotches, it's something yeah, I like, I or, yes. or I, got dragged, I got dragged on this show because I didn't run fast enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that's not also true, but I do like scotch, and uh, I'm usually a, a bourbon drinker, most okay. often. But well, the same family. Mm-hmm. They wave at each other at family reunions. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely getting butterscotch disc in the finish. Mm-hmm. Like cheap ass Halloween candy butterscotch disc. Mmm. The best kind. Um there's some uh, something spicy mm-hmm. in the in the mid-range. Like, it's um, not corn. Well, it's not a little, 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 little clovey. Yeah, it's not the clove. normal um, pepper spice at the end. I'll go with like a clove. You said clove did seem yeah. familiar. I, that, that's what that's the that's the flavor I have on my lips. I'd even go with a hint of, and I'm not sure if I. It's because you said cloves, and my brain went to clove cigarettes. Yeah, There's a hint, like, a hint of smoke. <laughs> With a little bit of Dijarm special on No, no, it's a Dijarm special is what I'm getting. But. I, I'm just remembering all the people who would, at, uh, in high school who would smoke clove cigarettes and then try and hide them. Mm. That was just hilarious. Yeah, it doesn't work so well. No. Mm-hmm. But, hey, they had to try. So, um, like, tail end of the palate, real top of the finish. I mean, like, grass? It's kind of a... Like fresh mown grass, hmm. the, uh, the way I would imagine that would taste you know, based on the smell. I, I, not, you not, haven't sampled much of it. Uh, I, I I've left my goat past in the past, and so. Well, I think if nothing else, for your Scotch tasting reference, you should give it a go. I have, you know, <laughs> yeah. had one of those Birdie Bots every fi- every flavor bean grass jelly beans, and so I mean, does that count? Yeah, kind of. I, I gotta ask. So you've eaten them. Are you, if someone said, here, here's a bunch of, of jelly beans, some of them are horrific, would you try, would you try them? Absolutely. How you many would, of them okay. are buttered popcorn? Could, could be zero, could be five. Then no. 
<laughs> I like the buttered popcorn one. Yeah, you're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> yes, and. Well, this so is how not much improper. water do I put into this? I put three drops. But there's no rule. It's... One thing is you can do like two, three drops, have a sip. If you like it, that's a good number. If you're like, ah, I wonder what it would be like with two more. There's there's no rule per se. Yes, no. There's no right or wrong answer. Basically, I put in as many as I feel is necessary to get the alcohol percentage that I think it should be based on what I. You know, if I remember to look at the label, and then how much is in my glass? Many, many scotches come at 40%. Some of them go way higher, but 40 is average. And uh, some people think around 36 37% is the ideal drinking percentage. I think they're insane. I almost always prefer my neat. It's a personal... There are some people who never want it neat, and I'm terrified of them. Because they're obviously sick, sick people. And, and, and in the experience of the show, I have found several things that I want to have neat, several things that I want to have a couple of drops of water in, and several things that I'm going to put in an ice cube. And it, it's very... Some that we'll have with ginger ale. <laughs> and yes. I think the percentage, for me, the percentages run about 80-20, though. I would neat. say, yeah. And for Dave, it's probably closer to 85-86 on the, on the neat side. And for me, it's probably closer to 70-30. Hmm. Not, I mean, I'm still getting a good, strong nose, but not much change in what I'm, I'm smelling. The, the, the butter in the butterscotch is coming out a little stronger, but it's still just... Okay, uh, yeah, I'll give you that. It's just, it's not changed from butterscotch to yeah. something no, else. No, it, it's, it, the creaminess of, of the nose has been enhanced, and that's about it. Did he tell you about the huff and coffee? I did hear a yes. I got the coffee tip. What kind of coffee are we huffing, Dave? True Stone coffee. True Stone coffee. You know, they're friends of the show. They are, indeed, friends of the show. You know what it means to be a friend of the show? That we like you very much. And you get a discount, though. A discount, you say? Yeah. How do you get that discount? Well, you use the promo code SCOTCH during checkout. Because well, we're creative sense. people. Yes, well, and and... Scotch is our thing. What do you get with this discount code? It is 10% off your entire order. Wow. Everything on their website? Everything on their website. That's the merch, tr- the coffee. That's truly amazing. It, it's, it's, it's a pretty good deal. It's true stuff. And that's the promo. <laughs> and out. <laughs> Which is amazing because you'll notice that we haven't mentioned our website. And, w- and, and probably won't. Probably won't. <laughs> Scotch at xdlpodcast.com. Fucking Dave. We've never claimed to be particularly smart. Just was there also something about the number of the podcast that was supposed to be relevant at a certain point? <laughs> see, see, I've wondered about some of the running gags. Absolutely. Just taking away some of your fun. It's, it's true, but you should you should answer. Well, this episode is uh, one sixty nine, Dave. Dun dun dun. And here's the important question: thirteen squared. Damn you! I was about to ask him. And is it a prime number? So if you had just waited, you could have answered my question and seemed intelligent. Yes, but I did. did. And I just heard 69 and thought, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, it, well, well, well time for a former Rocky Horror castmate. Well done. <laughs> it, it, it was planned. I swear it was. <laughs> By the way, it, it, is a, it is a podcast, so you obviously can't see this, but Sharp Mohawk. That is... Thank you very much. That is a... a 
Um, very, very nice color. Thank you. It, 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 is, it is my experience that Anna has almost always had wonderful hair. One does one's best. It, it is often a different color every time you see me. And, yeah. and it may have been something that led into her playing Columbia. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, playing Columbia led into me not having real eyebrows anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're fair, that, that is also true. Okay, that one I'm not sure I followed, but okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a long story. I don't know if you want to get into it, but... Um, we have time. <laughs> would have to... So she has drawn on, like, very, like, arc eyebrows, and I used to have to cover up my real ones with spirit gum, and it was easier to do that if they were, like, neatened up and trimmed. But I was also in um, undergrad art school and working full-time and doing Rocky Horror when we had uh, three performances a month. So I was often overtired, and I um, went to wax my eyebrows and didn't realize I dripped wax over half of one of them before I pulled the wax the strip off. And then I just looked at myself in the mirror with one perfect eyebrow, one half an eyebrow, and I said, fuck it. And I just took them both off, and that's how the, that happened. Yeah. No, my, my cringe was not not having an eyebrow. It was the, oh, the I'm ripping. sure it did not feel fun. You get used to it. I haven't, but then I'm generally, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> I, I, I still cry with a band-aid, so I can't imagine <laughs> waxing eyebrows. That's just... But, um... I yeah. have a beard. What's that? I have a beard. Yeah, you, Can you, you wax it? Yes. <laughs> Clearly, I do. Can't you tell? It's just you know, you should, you should wax it into interesting shapes. Uh, I've done that. The, uh... I mean, with as long as it is, you could spell out words or have birds living there or something. So every year I go to Open Street and there are like three salons on Lindale, for Lindale Open Street. And uh, they all really are like, can I style you? Can I style you? Here's my card. Can I style you? Do you compete? Can I style you? Uh, <laughs> compete. Compete in like, well, beard competitions? Well, or Okay. Yeah. Now all I have is an image of a bunch of guys standing there, sort of, like, with really concentrated expressions, seeing who can grow faster. I mean... It's a slow contest. I I did win one. What did you do to win your beard competition? Mm -hmm. I had the best beard. I mean, was it styled, or was it just, hey, beard? Normal, awesome, amazing self. (laughs) Um... Itself, does your beard have a consciousness of its own? You'll, you'll have to have a conversation with that, not right. ask me. The thing that I, I found interesting about mohawks is when I see people who put color in them, I've never heard any of them say, well, I, this is the color. I, I never change it. Oh, there, right. It, it, it's like I, there are some people who don't put color in a mohawk. Mm-hmm. But if, if there is color... It almost never is like, this is the color, I do my mohawk, never shall it change. Yeah. It's short enough to be easy to swap out colors, so, as opposed to, like, long hair, where it, and it takes less dye. Mm. So. I've known a couple of people, but they had, you know, like, Liberty Spikes, and so they just always kept to the same color. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are people, but I mean... Won't disagree that a good number of people who 
dye their hair, tend to dye their hair different colors, and not just keep the same color. In the Skyways today, I walked. I was walking along, and I didn't get a chance to because I was going to compliment her. Um, there was somebody with some green hair that was just. I I rarely have seen hair that was that solidly green. It was. It was really cool. Uh, my, my my friend uh, Sabrina and Winona just dyed her hair a, a very lovely shade of purple. Jenny, my wife, uh, gets um, uh, rose rose gold streaks and sometimes heavier red, and that's fun. I used to get she used to do um, a henna, a mixture of henna, which was really awesome because I got to shove basically henna mud into her hair and get thanked for it. <laughs> so, you know, that's a plus. We should dye your hair for con. Mm, maybe not. A beard? Just a beard? Just, just, just a beard. beard. It, it's getting very platinum, so I guess it would take color. It uh, certainly would. All right, well, I'm not saying I will, but I'm just curious. Some... What, what color vote would there be at this table? Hmm. I have red, yellow, green, blue. I'm not saying there aren't a lot of colors. I, I'm just saying those are the those are the, the ones that I have. I would say blue, 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 blue. Mm-hmm. like a nice bright electric blue. I have some that washes off, washes out like right away. And and you know I'm inclined to believe you, <laughs> but not entirely. <laughs> well, it's because you've been <laughs> yeah at con two years ago. I did two colors a day. Interesting. Well, it's a it thought. Is true. I remember the purple. Yeah. I had people thinking that I had twins. Like, That's that I awesome. Was, I, because uh, I was different people because they're like, you look like a guy, but his beard was a different color. Did you tell them it's my brother? No, but in the next next year, that's what I'll do. I mean, I, I, if you can convince people that you're a twin based on, I mean... That and they know who you are. That's awesome. I mean, several years ago, my cousin walked by me, did not recognize me because his his belief was Dave's beard is cooler than that. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like Dave, but he's got a better beard. So the legend of my beard is. I I will say that when you shaved it off the first time I saw you here, I thought you were someone else. But I think that's fair. If you're used to seeing somebody with long hair and a ZZ Top beard, when you see them with nothing, you're entitled to be like, and who are you, sir? <laughs> I uh, So the day after I, I shaved and, and cut my hair, I went out to the saloon when Hard Mondays was still a thing and uh, played Fool My Friends, which was great fun. I bet. And... Everybody got into it. Nobody told anybody else, which was fantastic. And the reactions from people like that was that's probably the one night of my life I wish somebody was following me around with a GoPro <laughs> uh, because nobody recognized me and it was super great. Nice. We so, should score. We, uh, well, actually, we should have talked a little bit we should more. Talked more about the scotch, but well, uh, what we were, what we were getting at that's with, true. with it wet. And um, for uh, me, it. Yeah, it, it um, didn't was, really change for me. Uh, it, it, well, it, it didn't improve. Certainly, I, I had a note. Let me let me go back to it here. I've got a little left. For me, it just got milder. I definitely preferred it before the water. 
Um, an additional note of um, nail polish remover. Yeah, there's a little acetone, and the clove becomes more. Uh, and 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 like the the, the breadness of the of the fruit cake is a little bit more to the front. Sure, I can see that um, for me. It's but a little, lot spicier too. Really, I did not get that. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of the it, it cloviness. Yeah, I, I would say that it's a little bit more spice forward sooner in the finish, and it and it punches just a little bit harder, um, and it's a little on the peppier, you know, peppier yeah. side of, of the clove, <laughs> where before it was kind of just a a quiet flavor, where it's kind of like, boom, I'm here and I'm out. For me, it just basically was the same as neat, only less interesting. I mean, there, <clears throat> it really is. The flavors don't change. It's just they rearrange a little bit for me. Um, it's still very smooth. Yeah. Oh, I didn't dislike it. I no, didn't like no, it as much. Um, oh, speaking of liking things as much, we should tell you how scoring works. We score on a range from one to five, one being a war crime, five being the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. Um, there are de- decimals are allowed. Um, three, we tend to to view as middle of the road. I, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. Or maybe I liked it, but there were some flaws. I mean, but it's really there's no you vote your number however you feel. Um, I I'm boy. It was a delightfully inoffensive scotch, is how I think I would generally describe it. Um, nothing outstanding, but not a bad flavor. Um, I think I'm going to go 3.4. Yeah, nice. Happily drink it. I found it cheap, but nothing outstanding about it. Zedious? Um... I think I liked it a little less than, than Perrin does based on that score. Um, it, it was pretty Midland. Um, water was not a help to it at all. I like butterscotch, but this particular butterscotch wasn't really doing anything for me. Um, I think I'm going to give it a 2.9. Really? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I can't argue with anything that either of you two said <laughs> um, because it's all true. It's smooth, it's fine. It's a it's a Highland, but it's really it's a Speyside. It tastes like <laughs> literally every other Speyside you've ever seen or tasted. Um, it's like, oh, hey, here's some butterscotch and some fruitcake. Yay. Uh, it is smoother than uh, the rest of them, or a lot of them. Uh, uh, one thing that nobody else knew is that this is a 15-year, so it damn well had better be smoother than, mm-hmm. than the average fare. Uh well, so I, it, I knew. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, Perrin didn't. So uh, I'm going to give it a three, two, five because it's it is just slightly better than everything else, but I mean, it should be. <laughs> and I agree the statement that it just seemed like inoffensive would be a word that I think would work well for it, especially if someone, maybe if someone hadn't had a lot of scotch and weren't sure if they would like it and wanted something that wouldn't be too polarizing, it would probably be something that would be very drinkable. Um, I don't like decimals, so I'm just going to say a solid three. So are you afraid of numbers uh, to, the, to the right of the period? <laughs> I just think it's an, an unnecessarily, unnecessary complication. 
a range of five seems sufficient. Alrighty. So she's using the old thumbs up, thumbs down, Midland scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Because when, when I, I explained to her for for the first time, listeners, I'm sure there might be a couple of you. Uh, this this kind of listeners. <laughs> like we so guys. so this podcast grew out of a Scotch club, and at that Scotch club, Dave and I were were two of the original four uh, members, and we would all bring bottles and we would taste it, and our rating system in the very beginning was very simple. It was a thumbs up, thumbs down, or... Yeah. or eh. um, and then third meeting or so, because now we'd had a bit of a, a sampling and a range of things, I don't remember which of us did it first. Like, I want to say it's thumbs up, but it's not that good, and it's not just middling either, and so we kind of went like... Eh. And so basically the that thumb, became... The thumb was kind of like half up. <laughs> And, and and then it's like, like northwest. And then Darren did one that was half down the same night. So I'm like, all right, cool. Now we've got a five point scale, and so that's kind of where this, you know, based off of. And then we're like, hey, nuance. We can do nuance. I don't think I don't think we had codified nuance for for several nights after that, though. No, the nuance didn't really come into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. What do you have to tell us, sir? Up to six years from Oak Forest to Highland Distillery. That is how long it takes before casks are finally ready to receive our spirit. However, the journey has just begun. Time and wood work together over the next 15 years within the cool darkness of our traditional earth-floored warehouses. Because they can't afford an actual floor. Here, away from... Sight, the light amber hue develops along with a lingering oak finish. Seriously, pick a fucking font. <laughs> Making Glengoyne, 15-year-old, the perfect balance of traditional skills and bar... Yeah, okay, that's the right word. The traditional skills and barley dried by air. Never peat. Okay, good for you. All in good time. <laughs> our stills are Scotland's slowest. Unhurried. Our new spirit benefits from the gentlest of journeys, developing the unique Glengoyne flavor. Oh, God, I'm not reading all of this. This is a whole bunch of just absolute bullshit. Uh, 15 years. Nat- natural bullshit natural color. Maybe they're insanely slow stills from stills the oak casks alone. Yeah, bull fucking shit. Those casks are like rubbed with caramel. Say well, but anyway. then it's getting it from the casks. Mm. <laughs> I don't fucking believe that. Not a chance. Any tasting notes? All that and no tasting notes. Tradition! (laughs) That's technically not a tasting note. Maturation! No, there is... Not uh, a note. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go. It's in the front. It's in the front, because I wouldn't look there. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flavors develop in hand-selected oak casks, bouncing... Deep character. 
with light vanilla notes. Deep <laughs> character. That's its tasting, though. One of the two. Never had deep character before. You know, most of the characters I know are shallow, so yeah, I, I got nothing. Apparently, there's no fucking way that this, there's no caramel color. No fucking way. Apparently, I find um, deep character mildly tasty. Mm. Who knew? Yeah. So, um, do you still do any kind of um, Rocky Horror esque things these days, or is that? in your dark, never-to-be-mentioned past? Uh, I mean, the past part, yes. Dark, never-to-be-mentioned, no, not so much. But, um, no, I don't do any uh, performing stuff these days, really. um, I do other work in the arts. However, my background's in photography. Um, I have an MFA in visual narrative, which was an interdisciplinary degree. And that focuses on creative writing and visual art with the um, intent to tell story. So really story being the driving factor. Um, so I do a lot of different stuff. I work some in um, film. I write. Um, I've done books that are photo and short prose. Um, variety of stuff. Very cool. But, yeah, I don't think there's any... I was going to, well, okay, I was going to be overly harsh and say there's no artistic talent at the rest of us. But, I mean, not tech, tech, tech. <laughs> so, I, I, I've done stand-up and some improv. Tech, I mean, I, tech, tech. I, <laughs> I act professionally. So you're in sales. <laughs> no, I'm friendly to customers. <laughs> and that was and that doesn't mean he's acting. So That's right. yeah. I smile and I make them think I'm a nice guy. Well, you're a liar. That's well, yes, but I mean is acting anything but I also say I mean this is gonna play really well on a podcast that's all audio, but I think people could look around this table and decide which one was the artsy person at the table. <laughs> Just what are you saying? <laughs> Aesthetic. Uh, I I am I, mean, I am appalled by your your eyebrows are symmetric, which is amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean if you want to go with stereotypes, sure. Sure. <laughs> so let's see. Long sleeve shirt. Um, well, you've already made it clear that you know you lie professionally. Yeah, I, I also, you know, spent four years as an uh, you know learning how to lie professionally when I was a debt collector. So, <laughs> so professional liar with no shame. And then I worked at Chinders before before that, which is where they taught me how to like take my the spell to take my soul out of my body. So that I could rob little kids of their magic cards and their Pokemon. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So I gotta ask, which shinders were you at? Uh, Roseville, Northcourt, Maplewood, uh, and occasionally I helped out at Crystal. In the end, I was uh, an assistant manager at Northcourt. Which one is Northcourt? Blaine. Okay. So basically, all the shinders I never went to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny that, that you basically listed every Shinders and I Crystal. Didn't, didn't regularly go to. I went to the one that was in Robbinsdale. I mean, uh, uh, Ridgedale. Yeah. yeah. That was a small, shitty store. Yeah, yeah. I, I mostly went to, to the um, downtown and the Roseville. 
I remember walking into the source with uh, $9,000 of Schindler's money and bought up every single Yu-Gi-Oh card they had. And then we tripled the price. Jeez. Because the source wouldn't raise their prices, and so they and they had gotten some, and uh, we had sold out of our huge stock that we had gotten, and I was like, hey, uh, drove over there, bought it all, bought a discount card while I was at it to save 10%. God, and I kept that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you also have a uh, Shinders game background, or was that not your bag? That is not my bag. And honestly, I moved here in two thousand seven, and so, so there was no right, like it was right at the. T- I think the downtown one had maybe just closed or something like that. There was still the building that signed that said uh, Shinders. Oh no, they they all went on the same day. Okay. They all went so. on the same day. There were loud sort of implosion pops around the city. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, actually, there were Shinder's employees calling up former Shinder's employees going, Hey, it's our final day. Everything must go. Cash only. No unreasonable offer refused. I got like $1,000 worth of stuff for like 100 bucks. Because uh, state of Minnesota, you know, froze their bank accounts and uh, so they couldn't uh, make rent or payroll and so Schindler's employees being the fine upstanding people (laughs) that they are uh, they decided that it was going to be a it's going to be a cash holiday Uh, and so at the end of the day they uh, they divvied up the till and however much was was there was that was what they got paid because they knew there was nothing more coming um, and there was nothing more coming I had not heard that that's that's an interesting do you know why they closed um, uh, wasn't it some bit of skullduggery by the owner yeah yeah the fourth owner of the company uh, in 80 some years fourth owner uh, was uh so Joel Schinder, who was generally a nice guy, um, for the most part, was uh, he didn't like me much, but that doesn't mean he wasn't a... Means he met you. That's fine. Yeah. Um, also told me that he pays employees what they're worth minus what they steal. So um, that's when I started stealing from the company. I was just like, that's, that's basically telling somebody if you think you're underpaid, just take shit. Um... That's the math equation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, anyway, no, Joel was a Joel was a pretty decent guy, but he was really didn't understand how his company was run. And uh, after his daughters graduated from college, um, he decided to get rid of the company, and he sold it to his cousin uh, Bob. Bob's name I cannot remember. Started with a W. Um, and uh, Bob proceeded to fire or buy out everybody who uh, knew anything about how the company worked uh, from from the top. So immediately he put the president of the company on sabbatical until he could afford to buy out his 49.5% of the company and then uh, bought out all of the VP uh, shares and basically made everybody move on so that he could replace them with whatever people he had that... Uh, uh, would do the dirty paperwork that he wanted and uh, 
you know, I'll hand that to you. Uh-huh. And you can do the, the honors. Um, and uh, so that he could, yeah. <clears throat> so over the course of two years, Bob did all of that. And then um, they, uh, I can't remember if, if it was uh, the ATF or the DEA or if it was a random traffic stop where uh, he got caught with a trunk full of uh, meth and AK-47s. Or some other some other assault rifle. I was told AK forty sevens, but you know who really knows. Um, so he, uh, so they froze his assets. Because if you're going to get t- caught with something that gets you in trouble, it may as well be a I trunk mean, full of meth and guns, right? It's traditional. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they froze his assets, and apparently, um, you know, Bob had bills to pay, so. Um, he was started writing checks for his illegal dealings uh, off the company checking account, which caused the state of the state to step in and not take a respected business institution for a hundred years and put it into receivership like they should have legally. Uh, instead, they froze the assets of the company so that. Uh, 300 people couldn't feed their fucking families. Oh, good to know. It's because porn is bad. (laughs) Why they fucking did it. Um, And so then Beyond Shinders came out out from the manager and assistant manager of the Burnsville store. His names I cannot remember. um, But were good friends of mine at the time. (laughs) Well, it's a lighter color. Yeah. Uh, this is an art bag. I know. A... Yes, it is. <laughs> oh. I can't believe we haven't had this because I've had this. I love this one. Yeah, th- this this one's been sitting around for a while because I keep getting other art bags that I wanted to try first. Crazy food. And we have one more art bag in the queue, so. This is not what you serve to somebody who's like, I've never had scotch no, before. I can already tell by smelling it. It's definitely got that. Mm. <laughs> oh, it smells like candy. If candy were on fire and mm-hmm. covered with peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of, like, there was, on first smell, like a little nose, like, punch in the nose. Was, yeah. Yeah. Mm, charcoal and band-aids. Mm. <laughs> oh, definitely the smoke. Yeah, no, I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm getting heavy on the, on the, on the charcoal. A hint of little iodine. Yeah, I'm gonna snort some coffee in a moment, but um, I actually got a hint of mint in there. Mm. <clears throat> no. I mean, maybe just some general like creme de menthe over the top of everything. Yes. Else. I can't tell my my chapstick is minty flavored, so. <laughs> It's, uh, Perfect for your scotch tasting podcast. I know, right? Well chosen. <laughs> mm. When your lips are dry, just... that's why you need to wet them with scotch. I could have loaned you some of my lipstick. It's flavorless. I mean, I will wear your lipstick. I, I am not 
He's not above that. No. There's not much that he's above, to be fair. I've done cosplay with lipstick. Whatever, it's lipstick. I know. I wore a skirt to high school once. Just for fun. I wore a skirt on stage a lot. (sighs) That makes a statement. I'm, I'm, it was. It's smoother than I was actually expecting it to be, though. I'm still enjoying the Noah's. I suppose I should drink it now, huh? Yeah. It, no. It is a. It is a very smooth, mm. but it is not um, restrained or mild. No. It's yeah. Chewy. It is a chewy scotch. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. It's got that charred wood and peat moss. Oh. <clears throat> Some tannins. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. has an oakiness to it. Yeah, it's charred oak. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Right, but I mean, I was that we've had some that are that are smoky, that are not as tannic yeah. as that one or this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the aftertaste hangs out in the back of the throat. Yeah, oh, it yeah. does. This is not a sip gone kind of scotch. This um, is a this is an all night scotch. Night, a little warming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it's it's smooth. It it, it it does kind of tickle the tongue a little bit when 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 you first get into it. Oh, it's a little. It is a little um, oomphier. Potent. Yeah, potent potables for. Uh, it is a forty six point six percent. That's what I would have guessed. So it is definitely higher than the the average bear. Um, see, in the a very long finish. Yeah, a wonderful long finish. At the end of it, there's a little astringent um, quality. Um, see, see, it's for for me, it's less astringent and still playing more on that iodine side. Which yeah. of the two, I'll I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, it's not a bad. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the finish was bad. It's just definitely not subtle, and. Oh. Uh, it is. It is a. Oh, it is a late autumn winter's night scotch. Yeah, singing oh, yeah. by a fireplace mm-hmm. it would go nicely. Out, out at a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, um, if I if there was a camping trip where you were allowed to take alcohol, um, that's we, every camping yeah. trip that wasn't to a state or uh, state park. Oh, you're talking alcohol. about the law. Fuck the law. I was going to say allowed, since when is that I, a relevant part? I, I was speaking if there were a hypothetical park that did this, and there was a fire pit, not that any of the adults there were drinking, because that would be bad. This is what I will have. I would have, hypothetically speaking. I'm pretty sure that Wisconsin wants you... <laughs> legally do it if you... Yeah. Wisconsin lets you do drive throughs Wisconsin... Uh, this is a true story. A friend of mine had been drinking at a bar all night, got pulled over by a cop. Cop realized he was drunk, so the cop instead of just drove in front of him on the way home as an escort. <laughs> I mean, I know. Welcome to Wisconsin. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I can tell the story about the one of the two times I have driven drunk, and it's a better story. I was down in, uh, I was doing my year in Savannah, 
And uh, that sounds like a sentence. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. Uh, Between Savannah and the Axe. Yeah. Uh, okay. And <clears throat> little preface: I drank free in that town. I drank free at every bar in that town because I worked at the overnights at the only all-night gas station in, t- in downtown. So I knew every bartender. So on my night off, uh, I parked my car by my store. I walked to the uh, bar across the street. I got a free drink. And then I asked for my, for my next drink in a to-go cup, which is legal in Savannah. And I took my to-go cup and I walked to the next bar, drinking it along the way. And I just did this for about a mile at every bar down down the street that has all the bars. I think it's Habersham, but I literally cannot remember anymore. And I did that, and then I went back to pick up my car. I was really drunk as I was going to pick up my axe. Um, so drunk that I did not realize that I had run a red light until I saw the cop at the corner. And he pulls up next to me. And he says, Do you know your headlights are not? <laughs> and admittedly, this part of the story gets a little fuzzy. I don't know if he said my name or not. I don't know if he said, Dave, do you know your headlights are not? Because I knew every cop in town, too, who worked third shift because they all came into my store. And then he told me to go drive safe now. And drove off. Well, that is the one plus of small towns. That I mean, hundred thousand people, small oh. town. Oh, okay. So you know, Savannah metropolitan area had a hundred thousand people in it. Oh, true. You said Savannah. Savannah. I mean, that's still small enough where, it, it, depending on where you're working, you'll Savannah, know some people. Savannah proper is twenty thousand, and I, I mean, I, I had favors racked up with with the cops because I know better. I would say uh, the smoke is lower, the salt is higher. I thought it sweetened it up quite a bit, too, in the nose. Oh, yeah, there is a sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a nice sweetness to it. Now, I don't know the sweet is what I want out of my art bag. I'm a little worried. No, but I'm, I'm a hint still of, looking forward to the taste. A hint of honey? Sure, maybe. Vanilla, maybe? Hmm. hmm. A little... The notes are a little creamier for me. Yeah, too. I mean, the body is a hint of cherry, actually. I was going to say, I've got like a cream soda. Yeah, cream soda is what I'm getting on the nose. I I haven't come to the taste Um, yet. The smoke gets, the peak gets, oh, yeah. yeah. Comes back in. I I was sitting a kitten right now, and and he is getting all up in in the cameras. Ah. I mean, he doesn't know it. It's just pointed at the litter box. You have strange tastes, sir. Poop can. <laughs> um, is, is, is this the that Tobin Dalek? Corbin Dalek. Corbin Dalek. That's it. Nice. Um, I, I will say I'm going to try a smidge more water. I will say that I prefer neat. Oh, I, I, I but, wouldn't not drink this. But, but it, it doesn't lose all of its character. Wet. No. It. It got punchier. It's it's not as smooth. Um, yeah, also true. The the the, the peat hits harder. Um, there's something about the when it, with the water. It's almost there's almost like a tequila type 
taste to it that wasn't there for me before. I, I added a little more water yet, and um, it. I now feel like I'm chewing on a piece of wood. A burnt piece of wood, but... It's all smoke and tannins? Yeah. And, not, and I mean, I like smoke. I'm not a huge fan of the tannins, so this is kind of... The the very wet, not my not my bag. Yep, I will agree. Extra water. That's you're 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 chewing on a burnt popsicle stick. Uh huh. With some iodine. Yeah. <laughs> I, enough, the, less the, so. The popsicle okay. wasn't the best one. Mmm. <laughs> mm. This this Those is my smoky iodine popsicle. <laughs> Yeah, not not a big seller at Cub. Yeah, and, and it, that's why they were on special. <laughs> it, 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 the the mouthfeel is certainly there's there's some of the fire of the alcohol hitting pretty hard, and it it stays with you. So yeah, I I would not overwater this. A drop or two at most, if you like change. I think I would I would stay on the neat side. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, oh my, the Ardbeg Distillery lies on the most southerly part of Isla, on the rugged shores of the Atlantic Ocean. Ardbeg Distillery is subject to fierce winds, driving rain, and eerie coverings of mist. Mm, I'm doubting that one. These weather conditions would be more extreme if it were not for the shelter of the Mull of Oa. The distillery is sheltered from the harsh harsh excess of the mighty Atlantic by the rounded Oa, the inspiration for the outstanding Ardbeg and Oa. Like the peninsula that shares its name, Ardbeg, Ardbeg and Oa is particularly rounded, due in no small part to time spent in the gathering vat. Here we marry together whiskey from several different casks, including new charred oak, PX sherry, and first fill bourbon. Here they become fully familiar with each other. Mmm. The result is a dram with smoky power, mellowed by a delectable smooth sweetness. Hallmark Ardbeg peat, dark chocolate, and anise seed are wrapped in smooth, silky butterscotch, black pepper, and clove before rising to an in- intense crescendo of flavor. Ardbeg Oa, Anoa, is a non-chill filtered with a strength of 46.6 ABV to retain maximum flavor, more body, and depth. So, sitting on and... what's left of the finish of the last sip that I had, I'll maybe give it the clove. I will thankfully not give it the anise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would... Feel like I would have caught that. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's your <laughs> tasting smoky, sweet, singularly rounded, well, concise, accurate. I'm not sure how sweet I would have really it's rated got that. Some sweet, but there there is a quality there of sweetness. Who wants to start the voting? I'm I'm debating which side of four to put this on. <laughs> I'll start at the either. I'm going to give it a solid four, sticking without the decimals again. I really liked Power it. Power to you. 
So I don't know if that helps you. <laughs> uh, well, no, because I, I, I want to go one dot, one side or the other, and I can't decide which side it should be. Um, I mean, I suppose I could just give it a flat four, but where's the fun in that? Um, I think it's awesomely fun. I'm giving it a four. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess the reason I want to go one way or the other is it is it's good, but there's aspects of it that push it a little bit to one side of the I, I, I really love the smoothness of it. I like the the high levels of Peter course. I mean it's an art bag. It, it it's my jam. Um, and for an additional hint of things, the iodine is better than than um, you know uh, isopropyl or or acetone, which is what you know you often get with with the alcohol stuff. On the other side, with it wet, it didn't do as well. Um, it, it got harsher. Um, I guess if I rate it just neat, I could give it the the, the four one. But man, I. I hate giving even numbers, but because I can't decide, I'm, I am going to just do this straight four. <laughs> I, I'm not happy about it, but that's what I'm doing. So for all of that, dear listener, I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> Is this the first time we've ever scored anything I, all the same? I, I think I, so. I, yeah. It might be. On episode one. <laughs> it's... Um, it's a happy coincidence there, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got nothing. No, that was um, that was very nice. I, I... Yeah, no, that, that'll go on my keeper shelf for sure. I, I'm curious. Is uh, is that one an expensive one, or where does that where does that land? <sighs> I feel like it's about 60, 70, 60 to 70. Oh, not bad. Yeah, no, it, it, it's not horrible. I mean, for a single mall. For, for an Ardbeg expression, it's on the cheaper side, because often the... the Pushing closer to 100. They'll, they'll 100 or cross over the 100. Um, and the base these days, where we originally got it for 40, I frequently am seeing it for 55 now. So, uh, okay. depending on where you go, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't seen it as cheap as 40 in a long time for the base 10. Uh, and as good as it is, I think it, it, it deserves to be a little bit more. Yeah. But... Unless I'm buying it, and then it deserves to be cheaper right. so I can have it. And, and, of course, now everything is skewed because of the stupid tariffs. So, yeah. I mean, we should expect everything to be more expensive now. So, it's a good thing. Yay, yay going to London. <laughs> buy your tech this month because it's going to not get cheaper and probably get more expensive very quickly. Um, so, now is the time we flog things. Yes, there is flogging. Um so it, it's it's March first in theory, because um, we we won't talk about how the February episodes might not be posted at time of recording. Um, either of them? Either of them. I know I'm bad. I think they're all going to go up. Both of those are going to go live with, with with when this one goes live. And and fortunately, I have time tomorrow to do that. Um, tomorrow being two days ago, right. <laughs> really wildly timey wimey. Um, so, Die Laughing is coming up at the end of the month. Um, that is the primary fundraiser for Fearless Comedy Productions. Um, and while I will continue to flog Fearless Things, uh, I am also announcing now that I'm also stepping away from the board of directors hmm. uh, for the company um, basically immediately following the end of Die Laughing. My, my second third year term on the board is up. And I am choosing not to run again. Um, I've got other things going on in my life these days. 
such that while the board does not monopolize a lot of my time, I'm kind of okay with you know taking a break from that for a while. I, I good for you. I need to change the scenery. I'm still going to go to shows. I'm still mm-hmm. going to promote. Um, I, I am in no way leaving because I don't like the people or don't like what's going on. That is absolutely not true. I love what the company is doing. Um, I just uh, I'm, I'm in need of a change. It's been six Fair years, enough. and that's enough. Yeah. I actually have something to flog. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's Girl Scout cookie season. Oh, well, there's that. And my daughter is a Girl Scout. A brownie, technically. It's her first year. And while you may, you listener, may not know who she is, uh, I still encourage you to go out and buy Girl Scout cookies because not only are they tasty, uh, they uh, the, the money stays. Girl Scouts. Yeah, they are. Uh, the money stays in the local area and helps fund a lot of cool stuff. And I will mention, uh, we are eating shortbread uh, Girl Scout cookies, and they go deliciously with scotch. Ew. This is true. there you go. Scotch-related Girl Scout flogging, or something Mm. like that. Um, I'm not... I know, phrasing. Phrasing. Yeah. I mean... Don't don't type that into Google. Yeah, yeah, no, no. There's a lot of things I I don't type into Google. There's an FBI list for that, and you don't want to be on it. Uh, Can I flog something? Absolutely. No. (laughs) Never. Um, I had briefly mentioned, when I was talking about the kind of work that I do, that I have a book um, that I just completed this year. It's called Eating Alone. It's a collection of short fictional vignettes with um, some photographs, some staged, some not, uh, made by me, that is all about people eating alone and the different ways that we experience being alone uh, and the different attitudes that characters have about it in the book. Um, So I have that available. You can see some of the work in the book on my website, which is www.annaeveslog.com. and it, assuming when we post this, my name will be spelled so you can spell Thank it. Thank you, from exactly. <laughs> like, yes. The Anna part, I'm, I'm good with, but... <laughs> but... Yeah, so look to that for the spelling. And, uh, yeah, and if you're interested in the book, you can just shoot me a message on my website, and we can get that to you. Very cool. Anything from you there, sir? Okay. Well, Long, drawn-out <laughs> silence, as is typical. <laughs> Now is the time where we toast our way out of the show. Yes. Absolutely. And this would be possibly the part that they didn't mention to you. Because we turn and look at our guests and we say, Hey, Give guests, us a toast. do you have a toast that you can toast us out with? A toast? Mm-hmm. Uh, I a toast I can toast us out with. Um, I learned how, like, the when I was in Prague, I learned the Czech cheers toast. Oh, nice. Um, which is pretty simple, and it's just Nazdravi. Nazdravi. Got that? Nazdravi. 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 So, what does that mean? Uh, as, like, an effectively to your health kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in, if it was Klingon, it would be, you know, die, die <laughs> painfully, yet with honor. <laughs> 